Gucci? Yeah. Gucci, like uh, Gucci Mama, let's go. Gucci, like G Unit. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co host. It's your boy, KG, and I'm in the house. It's your boy. We're in the rehab room. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Six feet apart, just we, filming this content. That's it. We get the podcast done wherever we can, okay? We're like the traveling podcasters. If it comes down to it and I have to sit on a park bench, I'm going to get this podcast up and going. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for tuning in, as always. You know, we love that. We appreciate that. And, uh, you know, to kind of go off what we were talking about on Thursday, we're going to be announcing the full details of the 60-Day Shred come Thursday's episode. So that's going to be kind of how you can get started, how you can get some, you know, early bird access to that. And it's just going to be incredible because me and Kyle are really excited to do this challenge with you, you know, just to commit for 60 days. We feel it's not a very long time frame. It'll be a lot of fun and we're going to be able to do a lot of good and really, you know, bring ourselves to be fitter, healthier and happier. But, you know, we're going to get too excited and we can talk about it all day, but we're going to reserve that for Thursday where we can give you all the info. So do be ready. Um, Thursday, as soon as it comes out, you know, we release episodes at 1am in the morning. So if you're absolutely bonkers and you want to wait, that's how you can get it firsthand. If not, when you wake up, it'll be there and ready to go for you. I believe that's it for the housekeeping right now. I'm going to jump into my quote. Um, Just a little fun one on wordplay, and I just thought it was pretty cool. The difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. Um, And that's by Jimmy Johnson. And I really just like this quote because, you know, I think a lot of people like to make excuses and say, oh, this person's better because they're more privileged. This person does better, more successful because they've had better education. They've had better parenting. They've had better this and that. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're willing to be someone who puts in a little extra, you know, you, you stay and you run a few more laps or, you know, you work out a little bit harder, you put a little more effort, you study a little bit more, you know, that's really how you do become extraordinary and how you take it to the next level. So there's anything in your life you know you want to be more than ordinary it's just that little extra and if you can constantly challenge yourself to find a way to find a little bit more extra and you know really bring it up that's a great way to really do something amazing yeah i love it for this uh 60 day shred that's gonna be taking place i'm going extra extraordinary let's go and i you know everyone's gonna be doing the same so i'm pumped it's gonna be huge it's gonna be a lot of fun ah i can't wait we okay oh for thursday we don't don't want to talk too much about it yet but stay tuned so my quote is uh the greatest mistake you can make in life is to continually fear that you will make one. This is from Albert Hubbard. And I just think, um, you know, a lot of times in our lives when we have decisions to make, you know, a lot of times people just fear, uh, you know, the thought of what other people think or just, you know, fear the fact that they might fail or just they might be looked at weird or laughed at or whatever it is, you know, at the end of the day, fear uh, stands for false expectations appearing real. It's you kind of rationalizing an outcome. So beforehand, like any decision you make, you're going to be thinking of how that outcome is going to be perceived from other people, from, you know, whoever it is around you. So if you think about it, you know, that's what fear truly is. And I think if we um, stop thinking about the outcome and if we just like allow ourselves to do what we think is best and even if we're uncomfortable giving it a shot you know if you want to go to the gym you know obviously you know maybe quite a few of you aren't able to go to the gym right now whenever you're listening to this but at the end of the day just don't worry about the fear that you're going to make a mistake because we're all humans we're all going to be making lots of mistakes and it's completely normal just you know try to limit them but at the end of the day it's it's not like you're uh you're out of the ordinary by making mistakes yeah that's fantastic and you know, we're really making an investment uh, to really bring up the quality of this podcast. So we really want to make that known. Uh, we feel like we've cut corners in the past. You know, we haven't used the mics, but like I said, we're bringing them everywhere. We're getting it going. Even myself and Kyle, you know, we just filmed up to this point and we're like, ah, don't think it was good enough. And, you know, we redid everything we wanted to say. And I think we said it just as well in pretty much half the time. So, you know, 
another little just note, but I think, you know, even in life, if you find yourself slacking somewhere, you think you can do better, you can even challenge yourself. You know, sometimes it's good to light your own fires and get yourself going. And I know a lot of people are, you know, stuck at home, you feel helpless, you know, it's hard to, you know, get yourself to work out. It's hard to stick to that diet regimen. It's, it's tough, you know, especially during quarantine, there's a lot going on. And, you know, it's just, it's been a question we've got so, so much. And I still think my number one solution to it, and I just wanted to make a point of this before we even got into Mailbox Monday questions, is to really have a schedule, you know, like really hold yourself accountable and know what's going on. You know, even us with last uh, Thursday's episode, we messed up because we kind of pushed it off a day and we didn't stick to our schedule. But when you have a regimen, that's how you can have that consistency. That's how you can continue to succeed in things. That's how you can have that purpose, that drive. And, you know, that's why I really just want to give a little (laughs) shout out to scheduling because, man, it is a valuable thing. I love it. But yeah, we're, we're turning it up. 2020, we're this turn, podcast baby. is getting better and better. We're uh, hooking it up. We're going to have some amazing guests on here, some bonus episodes. Uh, so there's just so much great stuff to look forward to. Um, and we got an amazing client shout out this week too. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got Holly and uh, her Instagram. Holly the beauty. Yeah, she is a beast. Uh, her Instagram the handle beast. is hit hard, lift heavy. And yeah, so she's like a group fitness instructor. Uh, right now she's doing a lot for her like online community filming a lot of like um just pretty much like live videos for everyone that is uh, part of her gym to follow but yeah i mean within just seven weeks she's like done a killer transformation she basically wanted to shred down a little bit um and you can see in our instagram post at colossus fit like her abs are coming in so nicely she's getting more jacked than ever and the reason i want to mainly shout her out not only for her amazing transformation is just her actual unreal work ethic like she deserves credit for that because you know there i've just honestly there's a few people probably I don't think I've ever seen anyone that matches her work ethic like she's doing like double the workouts like yesterday she did three workouts the day before she did three she'll never miss anything she's still aiming to get 20,000 steps every single day even though she's stuck in quarantine and stuck at home you know she just sent me I sent out yesterday a, a client email to, to everyone basically challenging them hey I want to see you do 100 jump squats uh, for time and see how you how fast you can do it she did it in a minute 33 and she's the first one to submit it like she's just she loves challenges she's an absolute beast and you know just a huge shout out it's it's so nice and rewarding working with people who are like ready to commit who just like give it their all who follow everything and just you know it's it's, it's amazing I'm I'm very fortunate to have people like Holly uh, on my side that I'm able to help out yeah, I always see her posts and, you know, shouting us out, showcasing her results and successes. And, you know, I really love her transformation because she was uh, someone who was very fit. She was an instructor. She looked good. Uh, but she just said, hey, I want to, you know, turn it up even a little bit more. I want to unlock more of that potential. And, you know, that's what we're all about, right? And that goes even to my quote, right? You know, that little extra. And you can see what she did by committing that little extra by signing up uh, with Kyle for online coaching. She was able to just like even how much tighter her stomach looks. Like it looks dense hard. Like she's got some abs going on there. And it's just, freaking awesome too you know when people are like you know what i'm gonna I'm keep turning up i'm gonna keep challenging myself especially during these times yeah and she's like she just took action like literally like the day after everything got shut down she's like okay i just ordered a barbell i ordered a bench i did this i did that and i'm like wow like you are an absolute committer and that's why she's able to see such great success and you know even just like she has like gotten some great results from just like shredding down a bit but now she's like hey i want to gain some more muscle i just i've been loving the lifting heavy now i'm going to switch my goals to this and let's you know let's let's get as strong as possible i'm like yes i love it and you know it's kind of just a little bit of a a side note to all of you who like 
you just let you know that it's okay if you reach a certain goal, if you're happy with a certain spot, that it's okay to shift gears and focus on something else that's, you know, a, a little bit different, you know, and that's what I love as well. And I know Josh has a lot of people who have just been getting so strong and it's it's been really fun and uh, we're excited for what's to come. We're excited for this challenge that's going to come. And without further ado, I say we jump right into the questions, right? Let's freaking jump Let's right go. into Let's it. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> so, yeah, question number one. You can tell we're pumped today. We're drinking McDonald's coffee. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. I like it better than than Starbucks, to be honest. Yeah, that's you know. Once again, too, this is Canada. This is it's different in America. I don't know, like, and yeah, we're torn. So pretty much, we always joke that Starbucks is like our greatest uh, remote workspace because typically, you know, we'll be there Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, we pretty much pay two bucks for a uh, tall or whatever coffee. And then uh, with that two bucks, you know, we get Wi-Fi, we get a workspace, and then we usually will get a tea out of it too. Uh, so it's pretty freaking awesome. But now that we're kind of derailed, we've been getting some McDonald's coffee to get us fired up for these podcasts. And I don't even know where I'm going with this. Yeah, it's just uh, a, but it's just... I know people are very particular about the debate of which coffee is the best. One coffee I can say I hate, and I'm going to offend some people: yep. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. I I mean, I'm I'm sure it's because I go to weird places, you know, like along the road. But even last time I went, I think I was with you. Remember, there was yeah. mold on my, <laughs> there was mold all over my egg sandwich, and yeah. you know, like sometimes those bad experiences can kind of yeah. ruin a place for you. But that's that's my my number one coffee. It's got like I like the mom and pop shops. You know, those are the a, best. They make the best stuff. Like even the Birchcliff, we really like here in Toronto. Yeah, they don't have the best like, Wi-Fi. They got good coffee. Like yeah, even though they're like three three dollars or something, you know, it's nice to support. And it's just like those taste so good. Like in comparison to those like Tim Hortons or you know those bigger chains and stuff, they just kind of water it down and you know make it try to as cheap. As I don't possible. know where we're going Anyways, with this, but there you go. Okay, first question. drinking our coffee fired up. If um, you were stuck. With one flavor or brand of protein powder and one flavor brand of protein bar, what would it be? I'm just going to go ahead and answer. So protein bars, I honestly am not doing anymore. I, they don't make me feel right. I think it's mainly because I am lactose and there probably is some dairy in there. I just don't – I'm not into pro- – I finally don't taste good. There aren't many calories. I'm not getting enough protein and like – I've just gone away from it and I've really gone the smoothie route and I've really tend to enjoy that. Um, so I'm kind of, I couldn't tell you when I like, you know, I like grenade a lot for a while, but they're so expensive and their taste has become meh. We used to really like combat crunch. I know Kyle still likes them, but eh, I'm not into it too much either. Quest used to be the thing. Now I swear no, it's I like, like I, I would rather eat like a brick than a quest yeah, bar. I'd rather have a cardboard box than like, quest. yeah. So personally I'm not into protein bars. Well, no, sorry. The one bar I did like was a Daryl's bar, but that one had to be refrigerated. It was a little bit better, oh, but I, I haven't had one in a while. And once again, like four, four fifty for a protein bar is absurd. Like when we first did this, I remember you could pretty much pick one up for like a dollar fifty a bar, uh, whatever bar you wanted, and like if you could find a good deal. But four fifty is freaking nutty. Oh, I RX bars. I have RX bars from time to time. Uh, only when I can get them really cheap because I don't. Once again, I don't think it's worth more than two dollars an RX bar. But that's basically like it's a really simple protein bar. It'll be like egg whites, two almonds, three cashews, something like that. Um, they taste pretty good. They're kind of chewy. And if I need a quick snack, I do get them, especially when I'm traveling. Um, so there's my answer. Now for branded protein powder, I've really, really come to like, I believe it's perfect sports, um, but it's called diesel, um, the diesel um, isolate. So essentially with protein, you have whey proteins and you have isolates typically. So a whey protein would be like how much of it is actually filtered out. So usually whey is like 83, 88, something like that. And I think an isolate, 
Once again, I could be wrong, but I know it's over 90% like purity or filtered rather. And when you're filtering, essentially, you are filtering more of the lactose, which is a benefit for me. And you're filtering out usually more of the carbs and the fats, and you can just get a more pure protein. Does it really matter if you're having three carbs in your protein? Not at all. Um, honestly, the best thing you can do with protein powder, is just get one you like. But the reason I like this isolate is there's absolutely no dairy. It comes from grass-fed cows. You know, it kind of just seems like a really B superior one. And what's so cool about it is about half the scoop of a normal, um, you know, protein scoop. Same amount of protein, no carbs, no fats. It just blends insanely well. It's not cheap, but personally, it has done me so well. And I've it's all I buy and it's all I continue to buy. I think I get the triple delicious uh, chocolate. Once again, that's diesel um, protein. And then that's the, I personally get the isolate versus the just whey. I love it. Yeah. And even yesterday, Josh was showing me his MyFitnessPal and he's able to have over 220 grams of protein every day with just regular foods, probably a little bit of protein powder, smoothies. Yeah, only do about a scoop and a half a day. Yeah, and he doesn't need uh, and he doesn't need the bars. For me personally, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of them. I believe in them. I actually genuinely enjoy the taste. I know every time I bring it up, he's like, ah, you know. But yeah, once again, it pure protein de- depends on the type of person you are. Like, <laughs> I go on Amazon and order for like it just it's a subscription four boxes a month, uh, pure protein and. For me, I actually kind of like the fact that they don't taste amazing because I don't want to overindulge on them and I'll just have one or two and it's like tastes okay, but it gives me the protein I need and I can, you know, bring it in my car and like, you know, if I need to bring some protein throughout the day, if I was like to be going to train clients or whatever, it'd be a lot harder to bring the protein because then like you need either milk or it's like not going to be cold or it's going to just go bad, whatever. I like the protein bars. My favorite one is definitely Combat Crunch. I just ordered three boxes because they were on sale. Either way, usually I like the protein powder, the bars that are just the cheapest and like as long as it's not like crappy quality, but you know, Combat Crunch is really good. And then for protein brands, I'll just use stuff off of this website called supplementsource.ca, whatever kind of goes on sale. Usually it's either like Cellucor or or I had Synthesix and, and and it does have quite a bit of carbs and fat in it, but I'm definitely allocating that and I actually like it because in the morning I just will have that with like an apple or something like that. But my overall favorite one is um, bringing it back to the very beginning. I know Josh loved it uh, as well was um, Goldway Standard. Um, you know, if I were to choose, that's just one of my personal favorite ones. Um, I've just had it quite a few times. I had it my first couple of years of lifting and tastes good. I think the, the ratios are solid. And once again, like, similar to what Josh said, like as long as it tastes good, that's the biggest thing as well. And like making sure that obviously everything is legit and they're not like going to be a protein company that's going to, you know, scam you or it's only like 10 grams of scoop or it's only 10 grams of bar or whatever. Um, You know, if if you're going to be able to be consistent with it and uh, and actually kind of enjoy it, it, usually that's the best rule of thumb for everyone. But I like Goldway Standard personally. Yeah. And protein spiking is something, I mean, not to get people tripped out and scared but um you know it there's precedence on the company to be honest with how much protein they're having right and there was a case i believe it was all max you know i don't want to give them too much of a bad uh, rep but they were recording their protein as being like 24 26 grams and was something like 16 grams and if you think about that you know throughout your day especially when you're doing macros and stuff it can be a little annoying so we were with the company um, we were sponsored by hp labs and they had a really good protein you know their protein is one of their things i really do like and i would recommend um, the downside is i do think it's quite overpriced my general rule for protein is i don't like to pay more than 75 cents a scoop if i can help for it um, you know otherwise you just get reamed and what was good about 
about their protein though is they had a machine to make sure you know every batch was not spiked and they would double check it it was a million dollar machine and i thought that was pretty cool so you can give a shout out to them but you know if you go with like the gold standard you know that's your bread and butter that's like the every bros you know original protein and you can save too by buying more in bulk we also were with my um protein um the benefits of that are it's way cheaper basic flavors it's really good stuff the negatives it's not going to taste as good usually you're paying for a better taste profile and better mixability um so that's you know the two big considerations with protein powder but you know if you are able to order i'm not sure if they ship to america or only canada definitely check out supplementsource.ca the reason we love them so much is because essentially you know we we want cheap protein you know we've been doing this for a while we're not sponsored right now you know we're paying out of pocket and what's so good about them is they actually are a mass distributor who buys and sell things i believe near expiry or that is just recently expired and i know it sounds sketchy but bear in mind expiry dates um there's expiry and there's best before dates so they deal in best before dates so things are best before said date and they can sell it i think within a month of expiry and you're paying literally a third of what you normally pay like usually i'll get my c4 pre-workout i know a lot of people pay about 50 bucks for 30 scoops of that i'll pick it up for 10 bucks most of the time like it's just an insane deal they do free shipping over 100 um the more you spend the more you save i think you get like an additional 15 percent if you spend 150 or more like it just compounds and compounds so we're not sponsored by them and we're not with them but we would like to one day like they're pretty freaking awesome so supplementsource.ca you should check it out they have like their clearance or mega clearance um but man they got some crazy deals and you kind of got to shop around and see if you can get what you want um but if you do end up checking them out and making an order uh just make a note saying you heard about uh them from the fit healthy happy podcast because i'm sure a lot of you will take us up on that because who doesn't want to save you know i see a lot of people that get excited they go to gnc and they get reamed for 400 bucks when it should have only cost them 50 and you know that really isn't where you want to be spending your money if anything I've told several of my clients that have signed up, um, if you want to get twice the results for half the money, take the money you spend on supplements and just sign up for online coaching. I will get you way better results without supplements. You know, we've always attributed supplements to maybe a 5% boost in your gains. That's our number, you know, we kind of came up with and we found to be true. Um, you know, all they are is supplemental to a great training and uh, nutrition regimen. And to have those regulated by way of online coaching is just it's invaluable. It's going to give you so much. And, you know, that's a, is, is a good little talk on supplements because people ask us a lot and we're, we're honest, you know, we don't want any BS. We just want to give you the truth. And that's why, you know, we've said many, many times, we're not huge fans on supplements, you know, to reiterate some of our favorites, favorites are protein, but bear in mind protein powder is just a more accessible form of the nutrient it is no better than chicken at first it's worse because you'll get a little bit less of natural amino acid profiles that are you know kind of occur in other forms of protein um you know creatine is an amazing uh, underutilized uh supplement and then of course caffeine those are probably our top three but if you are looking for a great episode you can check out our top five um supplements for natural lifters that'll actually make a difference but once again you don't want to be blowing a ton of money on there but there's some uh, honesty i think for everyone yeah i know a lot of people just one last thing that you know they just start and then they end up going to gnc and popeyes first of all i don't really like those places too much because i feel like they you know charge you way too much but they just started and then they spend so much on that and then like they'll last a week and they're like oh i have all this protein powder i'm never going to use but anyways um this next question is well i mean even real like yeah i mean i respect them like you got a business to run right you got to make money at the end of the day 
But bear in mind, you're going to save more money if you buy from a distributor yeah. as opposed to someone with a storefront. They have overhead. Things are more expensive, right? And that's why if you can buy it from like those mass suppliers like Selfman Source, my protein's really cheap. There's a million affiliate links. And you know, before you buy, always check for those affiliate links with supplements because I've been doing this a long time and yeah. I've probably saved, you know, thousands, if not ten thousands of dollars by trying to be pretty savvy here. <laughs> no, that's true. And even buying in bulk, like when I went to Supplement Source um, a couple weeks ago, I got like probably 12 pounds of protein, you know, kind of near expiry, not quite, obviously, because I'm not going to use it that quick for like such a cheap price. And like literally if you buy that from a regular place, it'll be probably three times more. And, you know, if you can afford that and then coaching or just like even your gym membership or a trainer or whatever it is, like, you know, you'll be a pretty, you'll be pretty well off uh, on your fitness journey. Alrighty, next one. This one's really good. I like this one. We get asked by quite a few, uh, Katie's question, Katie's Q. Uh, We get a lot of questions similar to this from our clients so basically the question is related to tracking macros and exercise she said i track my food on my fitness pal according to my macros for fat loss so i'm in a deficit amazing tracking is huge we talk about it all the time especially my fitness pal you know we should get sponsored by them Mm -hmm. um but am i supposed to add my calories burned into my fitness pal or not which will increase what i eat in a day to make up for what i worked off I don't want to eat more than my macros and not be in a deficit, but I want to make sure I give my body all the nutrients it needs to accomplish my goals. Thank you so much. Love the podcast. I know you're very passionate about this I'll let you uh, tackle this one. I know you are as well. I mean, like, it depends, I feel like, on how you create like how how you go about creating that deficit i have a big issue with with putting i tell people not to input especially all my clients input their exercise into my fitness pal we use a custom spreadsheet where they input their cardio calories burned they don't have to input into my fitness pal as well as their workouts so the exact workouts we've created as well as the intensity so that gives us a good understanding of if you're following this routine you know by giving you this amount of calories it will be put in deficit. Now, if we create a deficit for you as our, as your coach, and then you go into my fitness pal, and then they tell you to eat 500 calories a day extra because you burn that from your workout, you're probably not even going to be in a deficit at all. So I think it depends like on how you go about it. But f- to be safe, I, I would never actually input it into my fitness pal. I know a lot of people ask that, but you know, it de- my, my basic answer is like, no, don't put anything in there. But, um, I guess it depends on what calculator you use, but for the most part, if you use a calculator, if you get someone to assign your macros, all that t- stuff is taken into consideration. And my fitness pal doesn't even realize what's happening. Like that's my issue is when they assign you macros, they don't know anything about you. They don't really know much or like any anything about how much you're burning and stuff. It's just kind of a cool way to track it, but definitely putting the exercise in there, I feel like can can mess things up. Yeah, and you can see how confused Kyle got yeah, trying like, to answer the question. So the, <laughs> the honest answer is why make it complicated? Yeah. Like my, my general rule of thumb is if it's something really outside of the norm and you're dying of starvation and you're in a diet and you want to eat a little bit less, I say you could put it in eat half. But I've never done this myself, for example. Because here's the thing. Like if you normally walk whatever and you play tennis for an hour and you start – it's just ridiculous. Just take that as a bonus. You know, you should be moving and active anyways. The exception is if one day you run a freaking marathon. I can understand that, right? Like you're going to need to eat to replenish what you burn. But it's such a rare thing. Like in, if I start going, well, I worked up for two hours. So I got to log an extra 300 calories. Like I'm just going to be crazy, causing confusion. I'm not going to be able to establish what my maintenance is, where I need to be in a deficit. It's just – going to get insane. I'm not going to be able to upkeep with it. So 
I never ever log it in. And once again, the only exception would be something like you did a marathon or you went on a 60 kilometer bike ride and you're starving beyond belief. Then I usually say, okay, enter it and maybe you can eat back half or eat back till you're satisfied. But once again, nine out of 10 times, it just really isn't worth it. It confuses everything. Even the calories you burned is never accurate in and of itself. Um, it just gets really messy, you know, just live your day. And if you have an active day, just accept that and stick to your guns. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you made it a lot sound a lot easier and that's the way it should be though but it that's be confusing. but kind of like it, technically yes and that's why with coaching that's why i just say message me and ask me and like this is where i can actually you know take my professional standpoint having worked with hundreds of people knowing that person very well knowing their maintenance knowing what rate of loss we want knowing their goals and all these nuances affect our answer but for nine out of ten maybe nine nine out of a hundred people i would say don't do it yeah and just to, to simplify things if you search on google a lot of people will use a calculator and you say you work out three to five times a week, the deficit's gonna be created assuming you work out three to five times a week. If you put the calories into MyFitnessPal and then eat that, you'll be more than likely out of the deficit. So that's it. Yeah, don't don't use it. Uh, MyFitnessPal is great for tracking, but not for telling you what to do or managing stuff like that. So get professional help. If you need a coach, we'll definitely take care of you as well. Um, yeah, this next one, uh, I was this is from Annie K. I was wondering if and how much I should eat before a workout, especially in the morning, are there any snacks or meals you recommend? Definitely. I eat, I eat all of it. Yeah, you eat all of it. That's that's the answer. Just eat all of it and you'll be good to go before your workout. Uh, one of the easiest things you can do, especially if you don't want to eat a ton of food, banana is pretty good. You're getting some good glycogen, some nice sugars. Obviously, you want to optimize and have a really good pre-workout meal. You want some simple carbs. Usually, I recommend about 90 minutes to an, uh, two hours out. Um, so some simple carbs, a little bit of fats, you know, because your body's going to be able to burn through those a little slower. And then, you know, about 20 plus grams of protein. That's also going to help with satiety, help you feel full and energized. Um, that would be like the perfect situation. Once again, I don't recommend people stress themselves beyond belief, but I do recommend you eat something. Um, you know, otherwise it can be a little bit tough on you. And that's where people get lightheaded. They pass out, especially if you train hard. You know, even me, I'll train pretty hard and I'll feel like I almost need to, you know, puke a little bit or, you know, you get a little bit. Kyle's been getting lightheaded from standing up quick or something too much lately. I keep seeing him looking woozy. I'm like, what the heck's this guy doing? I've been working hard, man. And that's it. Like when you're actually hustling, doing a properly hard workout, you know, we've been really going at it. You need that food to help you out, right? And once again, there's nuances. If you work night shifts and, you know, you've already had food earlier, do you need to eat food because it's 7 a.m.? No, Um, things like that. But at the end of the day, like a really easy thing you could do is you could just have a banana. Um, You know, you could have like a scoop of protein and you'd be pretty much good to go. For me, you know, because I work out in the morning, I just have my oatmeal, my peanut butter, and my protein. As I've said, I'm getting healthy fats, I'm getting those carbs, and I'm getting that protein in there. Once again, I'm getting more complex carbs than anything. And if I know I have a really strenuous and tough uh, training session, I'll have a banana. Um, But once again, it's such a personal thing. I could tell you to do that. You could try it. You could feel sick. You could hate it. You really just need to play with it yourself. You know, see what you can. Can you handle more food? Are you? Do you prefer no food? Do you? Are you better with moderate food? It is a very personal thing. We all have different digestion systems and unfortunately that's my absolute best answer yeah there's definitely no right way as josh was saying but it's it's just about like sorry my bad a protein bar is perfect if you think about it you're getting simple carbs with sugar protein and healthy fats sorry that's probably the best answer i have go ahead yeah like for me i've been switching up so I'll, i'll always go for a smoothie but then if i don't feel like turning the blender on and just mixing everything together then i'll grab either a protein bar and some type of 
fruit if I just know like, hey, this is gonna be an absolute killer workout because once, as Josh just said, protein bars are great and then if I add a banana on there, I've had about 40, 50 grams of carbs, my protein is there, you know, 20, 25, and then I've got, uh, and then I've got some, some fats from the protein bar as well. You know, and sometimes, you know, depending on the day, if I'm like, oh, this is an easier day, I'll just grab one scoop of protein with a fruit, uh, maybe an apple, a banana, you know, today I had strawberries with, uh, with a scoop of protein in it pushed me through the entire workout and like it just really depends on like can you last through the entire workout do you feel like you're getting lightheaded do you feel like you've eaten too much that you can't even do a proper warm-up and do heavy squats like give a lot of things a try and if it if it works for you awesome and if it doesn't there's a bunch of different things you can try but that's our best thing like you know making sure that you're just hitting off a couple different check marks with the carbs with the fats with the protein and then uh, and then going from there to make your decision experimentation that's what it's all about trial and error right even for macros if you if you if you don't lose weight on the first week or two on a a set set of macros like you know more than likely you'll have to make some changes try it out and 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 then and then go from there and even you'll see like i said i'm not a huge fan of protein bars but i suggested it and that's exactly it you know you might try protein bar oh i don't feel good you know and even for me like protein i just don't like the way like i feel my breath stings feels all weird like you get this chalky taste for some reason i'm just not into them lately and i'm sure i'll get into them again i have my phases but you know and i did oatmeal for like two years and i couldn't do it i got sick of it now i've done it for like three years and i've been chilling but you know everyone's so different and that's why you it's not just that oatmeal is the only superior thing or a smoothie is the only thing like you know some people pancakes all the way like my one client um david he'll be fired up because he's like the pancake master this guy's always eating kodiak cake uh, flapjacks really high in protein you know nice whole wheats you get some nice simple sugars from the syrup if you want to get crazy throw a little peanut butter on there boom you know you're checking all the boxes but it really is a personal thing and that's why we really really encourage you know trial and error experimentation you know if you feel sick or you feel like you've had too much taper it down and just adjust right you know stay flexible I love it. Next question. I love this one because it's a nice, simple answer. Great question too. Um, question. I've been doing legs twice a week and I've noticed the inner part of my calf muscle is harder than the outside of the muscle. Are there ways to work different parts of your calves? So the easiest way to go about this is change your toe positioning. So if you're standing forward, you know you're going to stand pretty much straight with your toes forward with a little bit of bend to compensate for your hips. Um, But if you push your toes all the way out and come on up, you're going to be getting a lot more of that inner part of your calves. Where if you bring your toes almost touching together like a V, you'll get a little bit more of that outer calf. So it's a real easy way. You can actually just change your stances um, with your toes to change um, what part of your calf you want to target and hit. Yeah, I love it. Super yeah. simple answer. Great question We've because normally we're like, oh, it depends. Lot. You got to do this or this. But this one's just pretty straightforward. So, you know, for you, you have the inner, just switch it out, bang out that outer a little bit, build them up, and you're uh, you're balling. I just want to give a huge shout out to Donkey Calf Raises. I believe that's what they're called. Oh, yeah. Josh had me try them a couple, uh, couple weeks ago. And typically, you know, Arnold had someone on his back doing them. We haven't gotten that far. We've just been putting like two 45-pound plates. And holy, if you want your calves to grow, give these a try there. You need help getting the plate on your back, but they are insane. It hurts my calves just thinking about it. But yeah, we've been enjoying training pretty hard on calves. Should we uh, wrap her up for this? Yeah, let's wrap her up. That's, uh, I yeah, feel it was like a fun good. episode. We, we got in a lot of great stuff. I think there's a ton of information relative to the time. So 
Thank you so much for listening, hanging out again, enjoying this Mailbox Monday. Um, once again, on Thursday, we will be releasing all the details about our 60-day shred challenge um, that we want everyone to get involved in. If you're someone who just wants to get a little bit better, you know, in terms of fitness, health, uh, health and happiness, this is the way to do it. It's going to be all with the community of listeners here and the communities from our other audiences like Colossus Fitness, our YouTube channel, and we're going to be doing it with you. There's going to be a YouTube series to coincide. Like, this is going to be a big thing for us. You know, we were sitting around and we're like, how can we get people fired up and how can we get ourselves fired up? And that's what this is all about, you know, to really help people be them best selves, to have a little actionable, fun thing to kind of tackle and get at. So it's going to be a ton of fun. Anything else to add? No, just because gyms close down doesn't mean your goals stop. Let's get it, bro. Let's get it. Thanks so much for listening. As always, if you really enjoy this or you found this episode impactful, you know, if you could share it to your Instagram story and shout out the podcast, it means the world helps keep our viewers up during these times. Um, you know, if you haven't left a review, that means a lot too. You can just go ahead and do that. If you go to the app store, download the podcasting app and you have an iTunes account, you can just go ahead, search Fit Healthy Happy Podcast, just slap a review there. That really does help us out a lot. We also are in need of some new Bellmox Monday questions. So the last actionable, if you go to our website, ClossFitness.com, that is C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S Fitness.com and you go to the podcast tab at the top of our page, you can go ahead and submit a Mailbox Monday question there or you can DM us on Instagram at ClossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. DM us your question, even if it's been asked before, you think it's simple, we'd love to answer it. We would love some more ammo um, so we can kind of go ahead and shoot out some more great answers to these questions. And yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Peace out.